0: Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to The Olive Orchard, a podcast about nothing important really. I'm just here with stories, advice, chats, and lighthearted ramblings for your background entertainment. I'm Autumn Olive, crochet fashion designer, host of this podcast, and I am someone who enjoys dry cereal. Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Captain Crunch are my personal favorites for that, um... Thanks for tuning in to my little radio show. I hope you're doing all right. So in today's episode, I wanted to cover a little bit about running a business online. So this uh, last episode, I spoke about, um, you know, running a business as a crochet pattern designer, but this one is more about the Um, advertising aspects and the social media and everything so it could apply to you if you um, don't have a crochet business um, if you just have some other online business but hopefully the information will be helpful for you Um, so before we get into that um, I would like to provide you with some recommendations Um, so a fun snack that I've had a few times is cream cheese and celery. I don't know how common this is. I only ever heard about it a few years ago and I um, have only eaten a few times but it's actually really good. You um, cut little like a couple inches of pieces of celery and then you just smear like a little dollop of cream cheese in them and it is actually super good. Um, next, something to listen to. I wanted to uh, recommend another podcast to you. This one is called Ologies, and the host is Allie Ward. Um, It's about different topics, mostly scientific topics, um, biology topics, um, anything like that. She interviews different ologists or people who study one specific area. Um, so, you know, even if you aren't interested in, you know, science so much, I guarantee that you'll still find this interesting because I am not too into science. Um, I just wanted something a little bit uh, educational to listen to, to um, feel productive sometimes. And this is perfect for that because it's funny um you know it's so heartwarming that these scientists and ologists and stuff are so passionate about their field um and you know Allie the hosts ask them really simple questions so you know you're getting just the basic knowledge and then she asks questions from listeners and stuff and um you know there's just tons of topics from like crows to bones to pumpkins to trains to postcards to stamps to you name it um and i just really like that podcast i've been listening to that one for a few years now so yeah go check it out if it sounds like it'd be interesting to you um next a song to listen to the song is called infatuation and then the artist is in all caps, P-N-K space i um, I'm not sure how that would be pronounced, but I really like this song. It popped up on my Spotify Discover Weekly a few years ago. And um, it's always uh, cool to listen to when it comes on. I haven't listened to any other songs by that artist, but they might be good as well. Um, and then something else that I am grateful for, um, I am really grateful for social media and internet. It sounds like, you know, so basic and it's definitely something that we take for granted, but you know, there's plenty of people in this country and other countries that don't even have access to internet Either they can't afford it or they live in remote areas. And so, um, you know, I've spoken to people like that before. And they're just at such a disadvantage to um, run a business if they wanted to because they're limited to uh, more old-fashioned means. You know, selling in person, selling locally, and advertising through... Newspapers, radio, maybe, Um, you know, or only being able to access online resources when they are in the vicinity of a computer and internet. Um, So I'm just, you know, reminding myself to be thankful for all the things that I have and that technology has been able to provide for me. Next, a review. For one of my patterns. This review was by Shannon um, and this was on my Mabel Pines pullover pattern and I am working on a second edition of that. It will have, I think, 20 more sweater designs. So Shannon says, love these. They are so cute and literally such a good deal. You would be stupid not to buy these patterns you're bound to find something you like. Or if you're like me, find multiple things. My friend is begging me to make her. Blah. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Because, um, you know, we all have friends who are like, oh my gosh, make me everything. And, you know, I just thought that was cute. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, how to small business, my tips so you want to start a business you need to consider what kind of business you know if you're doing custom work um, you might want to make some examples build up a portfolio if you're going to be making um, inventory to start off with you will need to plan ahead and make several things I would suggest starting with things of a different price point you know and don't go crazy with colors don't go crazy with patterns um you know when you're just starting out with your inventory you want to create a nice selection of basics um so neutral colors common colors and um you know, simple designs that a potential customer could use um, for many different things. Um, and then if, you know, your business fails and you didn't sell any of it, um, then you can either wear it yourself or re-gift it or something like that and, you know, um, or recycle the materials. Etc. But at least it was just, you know, basic designs that can go several different ways Um, And then you also need to make sure are you going to be able to Keep up with the demand, right? So if you're doing custom custom designs You know say you're making tables if it takes you a week to make a table and if you potentially sold four tables a month and made one per week is that going to be enough income you know are you going to have enough time to do that or should you kind of rethink you know maybe get somebody to go in on it with you or um you know plan around it you know maybe sell tables and some other accessories so that you can kind of have multiple streams of income Um, or something like that but you want to make sure that um, you will be able to keep up with demand and also still remain profitable Um, so you would consider your pricing on that and uh, expenses and so on so risks and investments are one of the first things you will face when uh, starting a business So some examples of that would be um, putting a down payment on a host site so that you can get a web domain or uh, buying advertising. So whether you do online promotions or get business cards to hand out and hang up around town, um, you might need to invest in materials to make your product. You might need to invest in materials to ship your product. Um, And you will probably spend a few hundred dollars. So try to really, um, you know, plan out how you can make your money back, um, you know, quickly enough so that you can start making a profit. So for your business, for any business, you always want to have good professional looking photos. So, photos on your website, photos on your social media, even videos. So, the best way to do that, um, you could get a ring light to create an artificial lighting or maybe like a close-up lighting or more of a spot-on kind of glare. But the very best thing to do is use natural sunlight um, that really improves the clarity of your photos you will want to have a clean background um, you want nice neutral backgrounds and complementary props if needed you want all your focus to be on the product and you want your product to look appealing you want it to look like oh this would look great in my house or this would look great um, If I was wearing it or you know this would look great in my closet. If there's wrinkles in the fabric or junk in the background that um, does look unappealing to a potential customer. And when you take your photos you want to make sure you grab a few different angles. You want to take it you know front on something that might show its size. Um, If you are hanging your item make sure that you use a neutral hanger a wire hanger white hanger or wood hanger Um, I Personally would prefer not to use just you know plastic hanger, but if that's all you have that's fine Just try to make it white or black um, or beige even but just don't go with bright colors because You know if you look at something like a lineup of items on a website you would want the hanger to be all the same color probably, so um, you just want to make sure that it's white or something so that way if you use like a blue hanger and then it breaks on you, you know, you can keep up with the consistency because you used a white one and then that can easily be replaced. Um, Another tip is to use a filter on uh, your photos. Um, I always use a filter at 20% so that it's not really taking away from the color of the item, but that when all my items are seen together that it looks uh, cohesive and if it's clothing items that you are trying to sell then put them on and make an outfit out of it. Um, I personally think that I could have done more for this for my own business Um, but you know I'm also providing advice here that I can use in the future. So go online and look at different um, online shops like Old Navy or um, Tommy Hilfiger, even Shein and Cider. You can go and look at their photos and take notes of how they're styling it. Like sometimes I see that they do flat lays and then they put out like jeans and a um, handbag and stuff. So that you can kind of get an idea of how can this object be incorporated into, um, you know, my wardrobe or my lifestyle. You know, if you're selling tables, you'll put the table in a living room with couches and put stuff on the table so people can actually see how it looks. Um, And most companies that I've seen do this in some way, they stylize their products. And, um, you know, that is a... A great tip that I want to incorporate more myself. Stop. My cats are fighting and I have to keep stopping and getting up and breaking up the fight. They're just being loud right here where I'm trying to record. so annoying. Okay, so next, the social media algorithm. We all hate it. Um, it seems to feel impossible. It seems to keep on changing. Um, but it, it is important to, um, you know, pay attention to what's going on. You know, sometimes if it does change, you'll see posts about it, like on Instagram. Now the save feature is the most beneficial one compared to like the like feature or the comment feature that previously was the most influential type of interaction on a post. So, you know, if you see somebody talking about it, listen up and take note of what they say and give it a try at least if, you know, try it for, you know, a week or whatever. And if you see that your posts are doing worse than before, then go back to the old way or, you know, incorporate maybe a little bits of it that work for your page. Um, But you definitely have to keep up with what's going on and kind of research it but the biggest thing that you can do to help yourself is to interact with others in an organic way. Do not do spam likes. Um, this can actually hurt, you know, the spam liker and the spam likey because Instagram or any other social media sees it as a, um, maybe fake or a bot or something because people buy likes all the time. So, um, that's what I've heard that, It kind of maybe flags you and could shadow ban you so I don't do spam likes on anybody's stuff sometimes I get them but I mean I can't really avoid that you know not everybody's gonna know that and as far as I know I don't think I've been shadow banned from it but um, don't do that anymore I know it used to be something that might have been helpful but don't do it anymore Um, But yeah, interacting with people in an organic way, sharing their posts, um, you know, commenting on their posts, more than a few words, you know, comment something meaningful, something that can catch their attention. You don't want to, you know, um, explicitly ask people to share you back or explicitly ask people to follow you because that is a little bit disrespectful Um, because like for me, I restarted my Instagram three times, my crochet Instagram, because I followed a bunch of pages just to get follows back. And then after I didn't care about that anymore, I realized that my page was just feeling really cluttered with um, just uh, unappealing photos and things. And, um, you know, certain pages, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude here, but I really... um, like my social media experience to be curated. Like, um, I like to only follow pages if I actually like what they're posting. Um, you know, if there's a page that's posting crochet stuff, but half the time they're posting family photos, I might unfollow them because I am just not interested in seeing that. And it's nothing against anybody. It's just my personal preference and my personal right. And so if I don't like what you're posting, then um, I probably won't follow you. And I think that's perfectly fine. Um, And the same goes if you're asking people to share your post. I mean, there's nothing really wrong with that, but it is considered... um, I mean, not rude. I don't think people are trying to be rude, but... um, you know, I mean, everybody had to work hard for their following. So you should just be organic about it, be nice. And eventually people will want to share your things. You know, if you're posting nice photos, you're posting nice work, people will want to share it. So you just kind of have to earn it organically. Um, Unless you want to pay somebody to post to you, that's different. Somebody might be offering that. That's totally cool. Or you can pay Instagram to promote you, which is not as good as... Earning followers organically, um, but you know, just don't take advantage of people um, because they have a higher following, you know, just keep following the rest of the tips and then you will get there. Okay, so some other tips in this category it seems to be more beneficial to post um, smaller amounts of consistent activity versus huge chunks of inconsistent activity. So like um, me, for example, I have a Pinterest, but I'm really bad at updating it. So, you know, every three months or something, I would go back on there and then, you know, post a bunch of my stuff on there. But it would have been better if I was updating it weekly with, you know, one or two posts um, just to again, put off a more organic look for the algorithm. Um, another tip that I've heard about, you should always use different hashtags. I have a few um, a few notes of sets of hashtags that I rotate through um, because if you're using the same exact hashtags on every single post, um, that can also look spammy or look like a bot. Um, but I always use all of the hashtags that, um, I am able to. I don't think that it looks bad. I don't think anybody cares. I mean, we all know what hashtags are for. So, I mean, just go wild with the hashtags, but make sure to mix them up. Um, make sure you study trends, set aside time. Um, I can be bad at this. You know, I try to go onto TikTok and I try to avoid TikTok really, but you know, it needs to, be done you need to study what's going on so you know I go on there to s- try to study the trends and then I'm like scrolling through a bunch of stuff that's irrelevant to my business so um, yeah try to sit down for five ten minutes every day or so and um, go through like your following tab instead of the explore you can do the explore sometimes too but Make sure um, that you look at who you're following um, because that's going to be more relevant to you, I believe, and see what's going on. See what the trends are, trending sounds, trending, um, you know, like on Instagram at the end of the year, there's like the art versus artist and the end of the year stuff. So, you know, if you see people doing that stuff, hop on um, because, you know, that can help you um, get introduced to accounts that you wouldn't have otherwise. Um, another tip that I have for the algorithm, because it's kind of hard to stay consistent every day, um, you can always prep in advance. I like to take photos of my products right when I'm finished with them. I go ahead and crop them and put my watermark on them. And then, you know, put them in a folder for later. Um, You know, at some points I've had up to three, four weeks worth of Instagram posts, photos ready. um, Because I was working in advanced. Um, So if you can do that, that's always helpful. You know, make a bunch of TikToks on one single day while you have, you know, your hair and makeup looking all right. And, um, you know, then you can just put them in the drafts and edit them later. Um, So that's one of my biggest tips is to work ahead and prep in advance. uh, So that way, when you sit down to do something, it's a little bit easier. Okay, so next tip, customer service. Um, You know, customer service is always important. But Etsy, if you use Etsy, they have a feature called Star Seller. And um it's kind of hard to accomplish if you're not the hardest thing about it is that um you need to make a certain amount of income and you need to also make like i think it's 90% 95% positive reviews during the month and um those are things that are kind of out of your control but something that is in your control is that you respond quickly to customers. Um, I think it's like within an hour, a few hours, you know, sometimes I get messages overnight and so I don't reply to them for like eight hours, but um, that doesn't seem to affect it because I keep on um, getting the star seller badge lately. Um, So I guess that I'm responding to customers. Fast enough. I don't know if there's a specific um, time limit that they have listed. I didn't see it, but, um, you know, you should always respond fast to customers. They always seem to appreciate when I do. Um, you should be kind but informative. You know, if somebody is asking you questions that um, were already addressed in the pattern, for example, um, you can tell them, You can answer their question and then tell them, just make sure to carefully reread the notes section in case there's any other information that might have been missed Um, because sometimes people, you know, they just don't know. So, you know, as long as you're answering them, helping them out, and then letting them know a tip for the future to try to avoid having any more concerns. Um, Another example would be if a customer purchases a pattern from you, and then um, they are expecting a physical product. That happened to me only a couple of times. One of the times was that the girl said that she uh, wasn't very good at reading English. So I refunded her. You know, sometimes people do this as a scam, but I just went ahead and refunded her because I didn't want any kind of negativity and... um, When she bought the pattern, she did leave a note that said um, she wants like a purple and a size small. And so I didn't notice that at first. And then she messaged me like a month later and said, I'm wondering where my sweater is. And so I explained to her that anything that says pattern is not going to be a physical product. And um, anything that costs like less than $20 is probably not going to be a sweater, a handmade sweater, because these things take 10 plus hours to make. So, you know, I was really nice about it, but I explained that to her. And so maybe even though she um, can't read the full description in English, maybe that will just be a couple of clues that will help her along the way and to help any of my other fellow um, pattern writers so that they don't have that happen to them. And like if somebody is trying to argue with you about price or something like that then you can just kindly explain to them why your things are priced this way how long it takes the materials and so on Um, and you know so that way they will know for the future and that they maybe won't you know be questioning somebody else so next how to compete with fast fashion or big businesses you should always be making timeless pieces good quality pieces, um, quality over quantity. Um, you know, a Shein item is going to last for a month. Um, but if you're making good quality pieces and providing quality care instructions, your items will last for years. Um, another good thing, and you can always advertise all this stuff in your listings in order to, um, inform customers about why Handmade items can be better than fast fashion. Um, okay, another thing is that they are—they can be tailored and custom. You know, if you're doing custom designs. It's going to be a better fit than anything that you could get from a big box store. Um, and, you know, timeless pieces means, um, you know, you're not following trends. You're not... Making something that's going to be out of style in the next season. You know, you're making quality basics and staples and, um, you know, versatile statement pieces that people can use for years to come and for many different events and occasions. So, next, how to get commissions if you're interested in doing... um custom sales I haven't done too many of these but um, you definitely want to have out clear contact information you want to have um, you know custom listings available um, some reasons on why they would want to buy it and examples which I mentioned before Um, for this one make sure that you're advertising locally and with family um, I used to feel guilty about family buying my stuff. Um, I still do, but, you know, I mean, for a while, it was a lot of family and friends interested in buying my stuff, so I could only mark it down so much and still make a profit. Um, So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're making quality items, um, your friends and family will be happy to support you. So advertise locally. Get some business cards or make your own. I... um had some cardstock and I just, um, you know, taped, I had some cardstock and I cut it into business size, business card size pieces. And then I printed out my logo. And so then I glued the little strips of logo onto my cards. And then I wrote down really small in pen, my website and like my Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And I have yet to hand one out, but I made them because in, like, one week, I had two of the same instance. I was wearing something out to the store, and then somebody asked me, you know, about my business. They said, oh, did you make that? And I said, yeah. And I didn't have a business card to hand them. Um, and they were working, so they didn't even have their phone on them. So, you know, it was like, write it down on a slip of paper or try to memorize it, but... Um, If I had had a business card at that moment, then I could have handed her a business card. And then maybe there would have been a better chance of a business transaction there. And then another circumstance was that I was at the dentist and I had brought some crochet to work on. And then the girls at the office were curious about it and stuff. And I I told them my Instagram, but I don't know if they looked it up or cared to or what, but, you know, if I had a business card, I could have just handed it over or whatever. So, you know, then I sat down and I made like 10 of them. i just sat down for like an hour and, um, figured out how to make them. Now that I know how I would want them to be laid out, I could probably make more than that in an hour, but, um, you know, they came out pretty cute and I put a little bit of washi tape on there and yeah, they look cute. They're in my wallet. So in case anything like that happens again, I will have a business card that I can hand over. And, you know, if you're doing commissions, just be patient. Um, I have 15,000 followers on my Instagram and now about 7,000 followers on my TikTok. And I don't get that many commissions. Um, You know, I have a couple here and there, but, you know, there's nobody beating down my door. Um, So, you know, just be patient with the commissions and keep on creating... um, neutral and versatile pieces so that you know if you don't end up making commissions you can still post those items on your website or whatever and offer them to sell but then people can you know browse through what you've made and they'll be able to see your craftsmanship and um, have a better idea of um, if they do want to place a commission. So for me I don't want to do commissions at the moment. So I set up a referral program. I mentioned this um, in the last episode as well, but this was just, I made a Google Doc form for people to apply and they had to, um, you know, tell me a little bit about themselves and how long they've been crocheting and show me some examples of their crochet. And then once I confirmed that, you know, their stitches look neat and everything and that this is something that, you know, is as good as something that I would sell, i accepted them into the program and if and when i do get commissions then i will send the commission into my group chat and see which of my referrals is available to accept that commission and create the piece and then you know we communicate back and forth a little bit with the customer about price and stuff and if it all looks good then you know the customer can go on with the referral and then they can complete the transaction and the main reason i wanted to do this is because i felt bad you know turning people away When they ask me if I had open commissions, um, you know, I like this better because then I can at least um, provide them with somebody who is creating quality pieces. So my next tip is to set goals. Set big goals and small goals and break them all down into steps that can be done in one sitting. So like an example, if I want to, like this skirt that I'm working on, um, the first step is, you know, to figure out how to make the dress and then um the next step is you know drafting up the pattern and then taking photos of the progress of the skirt and editing the pattern and editing the photos into it and um you know weaving the ends and get final photos of the product and edit the final photos and Um, then make your drafts on your website and those are all steps that can be done in one sitting and so um, you know they take an hour or two or whatever and that really makes it easy to you know accomplish things because I like to have a few different things going on at once Um, you know I've got this podcast now and I'm starting to do YouTube tutorials and I'm still making patterns and creating personal projects and you know other things like that um, drawing stickers so I rotate between different projects and it's really helpful to have you know quick steps that I can just cross off my list and um, you know before I know it I'm closer to the finished product Um, and then another thing is that when you have your list of goals you can continually revisit and update old goals improve on them or change them to fit your current needs. Don't let them get lost. Just adjust them if needed. Um, Okay, another tip, studying others. I kind of mentioned this before, you know, the TikTok trends, the hashtag trends um, on Instagram, those story tap-ins or if people tag you to do um, your favorite stuff. I don't do that enough, but I do get tagged on that sometimes and that's supposed to help your engagement as well. Um, So, Always just do those. They take a few minutes and um, could help you out. You know, if it doesn't, well, at least you tried. Take note of when people start to advertise holiday stuff um, or seasonal stuff and then, you know, hop on the train at the same time as them. Um, Get an idea for what kinds of things people talk about in captions and trending designs. You know, I said before, you want to keep a variety of basics but you know you can also throw in some trending designs like the um bodiless sweater or the sweater sleeves only um I made those last winter and you know those are a semi-popular trend and you know so if there's another trend like the balaclavas I made some of those um so it's always fun to you know hop on the trends but always keep your Uh, majority of things you know timeless basics so that you can um, have a little variety of both okay so my next step is staying motivated Um, take plenty of breaks so that you don't get burnt out take plenty of physical breaks so that you don't hurt yourself Um, make something for yourself once in a while treat yourself connect with your community Um, dream big and exude confidence to keep yourself accountable You know, if you tell people, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make so much inventory and I'm going to go to the craft fair and I'm going to, you know, sell out of 80% of my merchandise. I mean, that's way better than being negative to yourself, you know, even if you don't sell 80%, even if you only sell 10%, even if you don't even make the entry fee back, at least that you are confident about it. Um, And... Um, you've got nothing to lose then. So, um, and keep on adding to your ideas list. You know, one of the main things that keeps me motivated is that my things that I want to make list is so long that I can't stop now because um, there's so many things still left on my list. And I always try to go in order so that I, you know, if I have a super exciting idea, that's like three projects away, I leave it there, three projects away. um, And, you know, go through those other projects and, you know, it keeps me excited um, that I have something to look forward to. Um, okay, another tip, this is more serious one, keep track of all your expenses and profits and organize them about every season or so. That way when tax season comes around, then it's just down to summarizing things. Um, last year, I had to sit down, it took me like four hours to go through all my receipts and everything and put it down into a spreadsheet Um, I worked with a tax pro, so I really believe that having my things organized helped me get a lower rate because if, you know, they're spending more hours, you know, trying to wrangle up all your information, trying to add everything together, um, you know, I had everything on a simple spreadsheet so that it was way easier to get the math down and, you know, I had everything broken down. So I didn't do it throughout the year last year, but this year I am. And so I know that when tax time comes around, I'm going to be spending, like an hour finishing up everything because it's already going to be organized it's already going to be laid out um how i want to do it but instead of spending you know five hours and i'm spending like an hour every few months um or you know 10 minutes a week you know whatever works for you but just don't leave it all to the last minute um and my final tip Never compare yourself to others. It feels impossible when you're looking at hundreds of other success all at once when you only have 24 hours in a day. You know, one person, every one person can only accomplish so much. You know, when you go onto Instagram, you're seeing people success left and right. But the reality is they were in the same boat as you working hard to get every little success. Um, So you instead must think wow, that is inspiring. That'll be me soon. Let me analyze my personal success and focus on the steps I need to keep moving forward. So I really hope these tips will help you feel more confident in your business ventures. I hope that it'll help you get past, you know, the social media blues. Um, I have not gotten this far without plenty of tears. Um but you know i you know still you know there's people doing way better than me um but i can only i'm only um responsible for my own past and you know i'm way better than i was a few months ago and just miles ahead of where i was last year so yeah um that's all i have um The cover art on this podcast was drawn by me on Procreate on my iPad. The intro and outro music was done by my boyfriend. Check out my YouTube for video episodes of this podcast and free crochet tutorials. Visit autumnolive.com to shop crochet pieces, patterns, and free patterns as well. Follow my Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Etsy, and Ribbler all at Autumn Olive Crochet, And you can find this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and hopefully soon on Apple Podcasts. And you can email in regards to this show at the the Olive Orchard Podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you're still listening, I wanted to provide you with a little life hack, um, and that is blue light glasses. If you don't have these, they are really helpful. Um, if you get headaches from looking at screens, if you get um, fatigue in the eyes these are not a myth they actually work um, at least for me they m- might not work for you, but i've had great success with them when i'm on my computer all day. I just um you know throw those on and you know if you can do it ahead of time that's even better, but even just putting them on provides a little bit of relief immediately so um I have a couple of pairs of those and I've been using them for years and um They're really helpful, you know, when you're sitting down writing something out or um, trying to edit a video or something. um, They are just a lifesaver. And there's some pretty cheap ones that you can get from Amazon or, you know, ask around. See if any of your friends have an extra pair because I have a few pairs. So if somebody asked me for some, I would definitely um, lend them out or give them away. So Um, thanks for listening. Bye.